podcast and YouTube blog covering the German startup scene with news, interviews, and live events. Hello and welcome everybody. This is Joe from StartupRate.io, your startup podcast and YouTube blog from Germany. Once again in my cramped study in the late afternoon, early evening on on the 28th of April. Of course, I do have our uh, podcast hero still there in the epicenter in Manhattan, New York, Manhattan. There's Chris. How you doing? Hey, hi. Good. <laughs> he is still smiling. He said, all good. Uh, that's what I cut off. Um, sorry. Um, he's still holding up very well. Let's get to the news you are listening to this month in German Startups, April 2020. If you are new to our podcast, we are wrapping up the startup news of the German-speaking area in a monthly recording from Frankfurt and New York, of course. We have a, have a look at our website, www.startuprate.io or www.startup.radio and you'll find all the links to our recordings and the articles we are quoting from there. Some of the sources are in English. Most of them are in German. You can now directly reach out to us. There is a Google Forms and there's the link. And of course, you can reach out to us directly. Email, Twitter, LinkedIn, video interview, going back now more than two years and of course Christian's homepage. Important, remember to like and subscribe here on YouTube or wherever you are listening to the audio podcast. With a bit of luck, you will be the 185,000th subscriber to our audio podcast enabler. This recording was made possible by Hessen Trade and Invest. Learn more about our enabler at www invest-in-hessen.com. Together with our enabler, we are running a podcast called Tech Startups Germany, which will focus on startups at the Series A stage or even more mature. You will also find the videos we produce for this podcast on our YouTube channel, youtube.com forward slash startup radio, one word. This podcast is available directly on your device as audio and video podcast. So, uh, looking for housekeeping and uh, our little corner of for bragging, um, the uh, days around Easter have been great for us at StartupRate.io. We retained our position in Chartable's Global Top 100 Technology and global top 100 science charts. We also entered the iTunes technology charts in Vietnam for the first time, which is curious and interesting and exciting for us. And in the US and the UK, we were welcome to their Apple technology podcast charts again in the top 200. So things are going quite well there. Um, all of the ways to subscribe to StartupRed.io are in our show notes. Um, same goes for our sub podcasts about FinTech Germany, Security Supra, Deep Tech Germany, Blockchain Germany, etc., etc. Um, and also we uh, tracked some, no, we are tracking some startups that we interviewed 
And for example, we have um, a, a bit about InvestSuit, which now snapped up to 2 million euro to grow its investment tools for bankers and brokers. And you can more, learn more about them in the startuprate.io interview here. It's some basic stuff about the company with um, people who initiated the company InvestSuit. So because it was published in December 2018. Coronavirus, COVID-19, we are working with Startup Genome to quantify the impact of the crisis on startups and push for adapted policy act now. They're doing it all over the world, so you'll be able to prove how good policy action is saving startups and lack of policy is disastrous. You can, you can find the links here. But there's also good news. Funding in times of Corona, government aid and direct loans. There is a 2 billion startup booster program in Germany to combat the coronavirus impact. And related Bloomberg writes Germany's 2.2 billion US dollar, that is, bailout for startups stuck by who pays up. There is also a link to Corona aid for companies in Hessen, where I'm located in German only. And of course, if you'd like to know more about the uh, government programs, feel free to reach out to us. There's some additional news from FAZ, which is one of the largest German newspapers here. KFW, that is the bank, the government-owned bank that is actually implementing the credit program. KFW emergency credit application volume reaches 7.4 billion euros according to FAZ's exclusive coverage. 30 applications with a deal volume of 6 million euros been filed by startups and young companies. Huh. Christian, challenger banks. Yeah, um, we looked a bit more into the uh, topic of N26 Bank and uh, tried to find two different angles to the same story. And um, in that case, we found uh, some things that the bank said versus uh, things that we found also on Sifted. So um, to go through it, N26 says that the bank closures may drive mobile banking adoption. Um, the quote there is, we assume that many people will open an online account because more and more bank branches are closing due to Corona crisis. Online banking will become much more important, um, says Chief Financial Officer Maximilian Tayental in a telephone interview with Bloomberg. And on the other hand, um, we see that digital bank sign-ups dive in the lockdown, uh, written by Sifted. Europe's top challenger bank saw a drop in digital downloads last month and a sign that the coronavirus lockdown may be negatively impacting business. Um, and the analysis by Priori Data, commissioned by Sifted, says that, for example, Monzo, Revolut, Starling, and N26 saw their growth rate drop between 18 and 36% in their native markets. We got more about Corona. Um, and with some additional resources, I can go through it as well. Um, yeah, 
we have uh, looked into the past, actually, in order to see what we can learn from the last economic crisis of 2008. And there is actually an interesting article at tech.eu um, with lessons from 2008, how the downturn impacted funding two to four years out. Because, I mean, we're now in a phase where everyone is asking, okay, what does uh, Corona mean for the future of VCs and for the future of startup culture? Uh, and there in this article, it says investors then and now quickly turned inward to assess their existing portfolio companies' health to create strategies for those who have shorter runways and would need to cut back. Today, as then, companies are advised to plan for two years without raising new funding All startups have to throw out previous business plans, reassess expenses, sales projections, and risks. So yeah, uh, what we see here is probably that growth projections become less important, but midterm strategies a bit more important. Um, we found the article since we screened the blog on a regular basis. Um, it's also mentioned in uh, another post, what could the venture market look like in the coronavirus era? Um, where it says, let's break down the trends by series. The earlier the stage, the company, the less it was impacted. Um, and Sifted also gives us some insights into something more and more companies have to do these days, and that is pitching to investors over a video call. Sifted says... Um, Some some of it seems obvious, but some of it is obviously more in-depth. Uh, Sifted, for example, says don't jump on the call without sending the presentation in advance. Um, questions in advance make one primarily for the investors. Help the founders set the agenda by taking the time to go through the deck and tell them the areas you want to focus on and key questions you want to cover in the meeting. Don't wing the agenda. Always set one and manage the time allocated for the meeting. Um, Some of it is like good, um, yeah, it's what people would come up with, I think, instinctively. But nevertheless, it's a good reminder in order to prepare yourself. And one last bit is that we found some investor investor wisdom for startups to get through coronavirus. Uh, also on Sifted, where especially tip number three seemed interesting to us, the rule of three. AXA Venture Partners is advising founders to think of coronavirus as a three-part crisis. First, the confinement. Second, when people are allowed to leave their homes again. And third, the mid to long run and come up with strategies for each of those phases. And the last corona-related or directly corona-related news that we have is that the global VC company Partec closes a 92.3 million euro funding to invest in post-COVID trends in health, finance, mobility, and more. More about that can be found at Silicon Canals, and the link is in our show notes. The ecosystem. A more general note from April 6th. Startup funding during the crisis. What's really going on? Investors are still investing. Valuations are likely to be lower, reflecting the new market conditions. No sectors are off limits. Some investors will disappear for a while. It's worth looking into government funding schemes. Remember, we talked about them. There's the link. And it's important for startups to keep developing, even if they've become incredibly lean. If you want to keep up to date, there is a free weekly economic update you can find here in the links. 
and also more on the ecosystem. Fintech could be hit especially hard. We found two articles on the topic, one once again from Sifted and the second one by CB Insights Research. And this podcast is not sponsored by Sifted, even though we're quoting a lot right now here, but they are taking a real good bird's eye view, especially during the crisis talking about VC. Talking about hubs, Frankfurt and the Rhine-Main area. Frankfurt-based and listed Credit Shelf, a P2P credit marketplace for SMEs, doubles revenue and reduces losses. Keep in mind that was pre-corona. There is a link for our interview from April 2019 here as well. And there is also a link to the video interview. ScoutBee launches free tool to help organizations search for COVID-19 support related supplies. There is the venture arm of Merck, which is the Merck from Germany because there is a different one in the US. It invests in quantum computing startup Seek. I hope that's pronounced right. I'm sorry for butchering your name, guys. German holding company Haniel buys majority stake in Emma, a Frankfurt-based sleep tech startup. Keep that in mind for later, the company section. And of course, my native city, Mainz, also in Rhein-Main, Mainz-based biotech. Pfizer to begin COVID-19 clinical trials in Germany. And there's a related article. BioNTech has been approached several times to sell the whole company outright, but it's not interested. Keep in mind they listed at Nasdaq for approximately 150 million US dollars in October 2019. And of course, um, Rhein-Main VC startups and tech companies in the greater Rhein-Main area raised more than 310 million euros in funding for Q1 2020. Four large deals have been driving the numbers. Volocopter, they added 32 million euros to their Series C in a second closing. Scout B, 55 million euros. BioNTech from above, 135 million US dollars. And Evoca got 100 million. It's a UK-based company, but they got it to lend from the German headquarters in Frankfurt to German SMEs. Kassel, Chris, I do believe that's more to your home turf. It gives me great pleasure because it's 20 kilometers away from where I grew up. So, And it's rarely uh, part of startup news. But uh, today we have something new because the uh, information company, it's a bit like FICO in the US, um, Shufa and the fintech Fino set up a joint company to help fight money laundry in Kassel. Then we found news about Hamburg, where the German fintech Naga now turns profitable. More about that can be found at Finance Magnates. And we found news about Munich, um, which are a bit less happy because Abraka, the professional car broker backed by Allianz with 11.5 million euros, will be liquidated. Uh, reasons are a strategy shift at Allianz X, turning the unit from a company builder to a late stage or later stage investor, and the coronavirus, which makes the business almost going flat. Even Auto One has many of its employees now in Kurzarbeit, which is a uh, German way of uh, working less hours. 
And uh, you, you get part of the salary of the employees who work short time from the government. So it's a government back scheme. Sorry for the interruption. Yes. No, no, no problem. Yeah. Um, yeah, it's one of the uh, specific ways that Germany uh, uses to get through the crisis, which don't exist in other con countries that often. And then there's Wirecard AG, um, a company that has been in the headlines quite often, often recently because of supposedly dubious communication strategies. Um, so Wirecard AG says that KPMG delivers um, a report on that special investigation saying incriminating evidence for the public allegations of balance sheet forgery has not been identified. And more details about that are also in the show notes. To individual company news, we have some insolvencies. For example, Berlin-based startup Tausendkind has to file for insolvency due to coronavirus. Um, they've been an online shop for children's apparel, which is no more. And we are talking about mattresses. Um, you can't really see it, but there behind me is a mattress from uh, American company Casper. And three months after their IPO, now Casper retreats back from Europe and cuts more than 20% of its workforce to save more than 10 million US dollars annually. Also, the CFO and the COO are uh, about to leave on May 15th. Um, and that also means they are shutting down their offices in Berlin. Berlin. And we often talk about it. And uh, there's also some news in that regard. Online groceries in Germany, they are getting a real boost through uh, due to COVID-19. Picnic, for example, opens the second fulfillment center in Germany. Not surprisingly, there are still some fundraisings and exits. Keep in mind, we are only talking about a very small selection here. If you want to keep up to date about that, keep, uh, you best subscribe to our Twitter account. Germany's expansion pension platform raises 25 million in a Series C growth round, writes TechCrunch and Germany's German security firm Avira, Avira, I do believe it would be pronounced in English, has been acquired by InvestCorp at a 180 million US dollar valuation. Also, there is life next to Amazon. Otto, Germany's number two in e-commerce, see sales grow 9% to 3.5 billion euros in all of 2019. The company has its origins in a catalog mailing business and is the only one which made the transformation in Germany. Both former competitors Neckermann and Queller have gone out of business. Sad note, at one point they belong to what is now part of Galeria. Karstadt Kaufhof, which also had to file for insolvency during Corona. We see the retail transformation in Germany here in real time. There is, of course, some additional resources stay ahead of the curve. We just found literally today uh, a survey of the impact of COVID-19 on UK startups. Um, I do believe it will be similar to German startups. Just for uh, just some highlights, 40% uh, see March revenues drop 25%, 68% expect full year revenues to drop more than 
staff cost implication, 49% frozen hiring, another 32 slow hiring, 16% committed to laying off at least 10% of the staff, 26% committed to prolonging at least 10% of the staff, 30% have cut salaries across the company by at least 15%. And there is a TED talk by Bill Gates from 2015, where he talks about the next outbreak we're not ready for. And that is one of the reasons he um, is so highly quoted or highly noted in the um, conspiracy theories. And Bowery Capital has an article on sales during COVID-19 and planning and managing layoffs by Anderson Horowitz. Um As opposed to what we announced earlier this year, because our uh, plans got screwed up by um, Corona as well. There will be May and there will be June news. And of course, I'm doing it once again with Christian from New York, right? Let's see. I mean, what's, what's safe these days? Who knows? Up is down. We give our best, as everyone should. <laughs> I greatly appreciate your enthusiasm and best of luck. Stay well in New York. See you soon. Bye-bye. Bye, guys. That's all, folks. Find more news, streams, events, and interviews at www.startuprad.io. Remember, sharing is caring.